Welcome to the BG Podcast, conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and on iTunes and Google Play. Hello, this is AJ Bingham, CEO of the Bingham Group, and welcome to the BG Podcast. Our guest today is Doug Guller, the CEO of ATX Brands, LLC. Welcome to the show, Doug. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I know we've been we've been uh, friends for a while. I think I remember our earliest conversations about uh, wanting about my desire to start what would be now Bingham Group, and that was I me. Mean, that was like what, six years ago. Kind of those early advice advice you gave me, and um, and just wanted to bring in the show really to talk about your your path to entrepreneurship. Um, you know, you're someone who I think we first connected. Um, you know, what, six, seven years ago, and you had some other brands going on. Mm-hmm. I want to get some updates on some projects you're working on currently. Yep. Um, for those, you know, Happy Chicks being one of them, for those who are in the downtown area, familiar with that brand, also some of the other restaurant concepts you have going on. Um, and really just your, you know, your experience as an entrepreneur, path to particularly the restaurant business in Austin, and just getting your thoughts on, you know, on doing business here, and also just your, your thoughts on the future of Austin. To go forward. Sounds great. All right, so we're getting to that. Let's start with just your your uh, your background. What brought you what brought to your path to Austin in the restaurant business? Good question. I was living in uh, Washington D.C. I was there for about three and a half years, and I was selling uh, technology services into the government. Mm-hmm. And at the time, uh, uh, although I enjoyed the people I worked with, I wasn't overly enthused with. Uh, Washington DC um, and really wanted uh, to go out and and start a venture on my own again and so uh, uh, had the opportunity had built up my savings and literally picked Austin out of a map uh, so it was because of Southwest like Southwest 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 or ACL and those things were just Austin appealed to you on the map yeah the map. you know there was top 10 list of here are the cities that are growing in the south. I knew I wanted to be in the south. Mm-hmm. Why the south? I love the sun. You're People from Chicago are, originally, right? Or uh, Chicago, Ohio. Ohio. Midwest. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, people tend to smile more in the south. Uh, there's just a better, in my opinion, uh, culture mm-hmm. in the south. And so I chose, or I picked out a, f- a few cities, traveled to all of them, and Austin was you know, heads and shoulders above the rest and packed up my things in late 05 and uh, drove down here uh, and opened the first um, restaurant about six months later. Gotcha. And that was, what restaurant was that? That was Bikinis. Bikinis, yeah. And you still, you're not, you're, you sold the brand, right? Are you still attached to the brand at all? No. You know, um, we, uh, we had some good times with the brand. You bought a town, the brand, right? I did. I, did. <laughs> I mean, it was a little, it was legally a town, but like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was some sort of crazy uh, marketing um, uh, angle that yeah. that I took with it, and uh, you know, the whole chain of sports bars enabled us to do a lot of the things that we're doing today. But like anything, some things, uh, some chapters close, and it's time for a, a new beginning. Yeah, I'll say my mom uh, still remembers you from Undercover CEO, and she'll be in the singing your praises and everything else. Like, Tell her not to waste her time. <laughs> There's certainly other things she could be doing. Oh, yeah, that was when we came out, but uh, I think, yeah, she's, she's a fan. She's a fan. 
That's awesome. And she says hello. Thank you. Uh, so, yes, getting so you know, post bikinis and some other con- you, had some, you had some other concurrent concepts going on then though too, right? I did. You know, I I was visiting my sister last week, and I was talking to my nephews and brother in law, and they were asking me about the previous uh, restaurants. Uh, the ones I mentioned, and then also the live music venues like Scootin or Parish, and they go, let's go through the list, let's go through the list, Uncle Doug. So kind of went through in the last, um, since 2006, there's been 40 locations, uh, different uh, restaurants or bars or live music venues in 19 brands. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, at this point in my career, uh, I've just tried to put some hyper focus around that. And I think that's one of the biggest learning lessons is um, trying to um, stay focused on that that one or two things that you do, one or two things that you do really well. And so that's where my focus is today with um, uh, the concepts that we have here in Austin. We go through some of those concepts now too? Sure. So we got BBG's Bar 508, and Mezcalarita, Jay Stevens, and then Parsley. Can you just, yep. just deep touch on the, each of those? Yeah, so all of those, uh, or two of them, we already had the locations. So it was really easy for us to um, uh, bring about a new brand. So with Bar 508 Mezcalarita, um, it sits next to Pelones. It's uh, off of man, Red River and uh, 8th. 8th Street, right? Yeah. And so it was a tequila bar before. Mm-hmm. Mezcal is just a little sexier today. Uh, and so we built out the decks, a roof deck, and, and really expanded the property. And uh, the, the Mezcal brand was just the next step. Mm-hmm. And then if you go down to 6th Street where we have BBG's, which is a, a sports bar, um, and then next to it is Happy Chicks. And then there's this mezzanine level. It's below the parish, uh, but up above, because it's the building's built into a hill, it's above Happy Chicks and BBGs. We opened a speakeasy called Jay Stevens. Gosh. Has some really unique history uh, Jay Stevens did uh, in the building. So mm-hmm. we thought uh, it was appropriate. And then um, uh, we... We'll talk about Happy Chicks here in a second. Um, and then Parsley is the new tech firm uh, that uh, uh, we've been working on for about the last six months. And we're going to launch or, I guess, become go public with it. Out of stealth uh, mode, as they say. Yeah, out of, ste- out of stealth mode uh, by the end of the year. Gotcha. And we'll include, uh, we'll include links to all their concepts um, in the end of Parsley as well. And that too, can you just detail more on Parsley and what you want to share about that? I know you're, you have the Instagram page already out. Like, what is the concept of Parsley? Actually, sure. we talked about it a few months ago. Sure. I thought it was very interesting. Thank you. Uh, we are trying to make food more affordable and more accessible. Uh, so very similar to uh, the Airbnb concept, uh, but this one is for food in the sense that you would be, let's say you are going home from here, uh, and let's say you live up north. You pull up the Parsley app, you toggle, okay, I want to be within a mile of my house, I want chicken, and I want it under $20. And those people in the households around there that have cooked that item, you'll see it listed right there. So you pick and you go, wow, okay, Mike has 
uh, a great meal. He has got five stars, like a hundred five stars. I trust his food. You go pick it up. You pay him um, uh, electronically, and away you go. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to take all of these kitchens around the U.S., apartments, etc., and give people an extra opportunity to make some money uh, on the side. I like that. And um, only I think I don't know we talked about this before. There was a, a recent article I saw about kind of the proliferation of dark kitchens, which are basically. You know, it's a it's it's a kitchen. I mean, I I build I'd build a, a commercial kitchen that's it's dark until someone uses it in the sense of you know you come in and sublease space to for two hours to make what you want to make and those kind of things. Right. I don't know if we talked about that, but that I mean I know there's a recent one with uh, Travis Kalanick, mm-hmm. and whatever company's attached to is looking to do or put one down here. Right. Um, but that definitely could open up some interesting uh, opportunities for y'all as well. Totally agree. It depends on where they're located in the city. but Exactly. Uh, we think with the expansion of Happy Chicks, we want a mix of our brick and mortar stores and with ghost kitchens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year we open up our third uh, brick and mortar store in of, Happy Brent, Chicks. of Happy Chicks in Brentwood. Where, where are your other two located? So one's on 6th Street. And then one, one is right there. Yeah, right around the corner on from our building, right? It's on, oh my God, on it's the bottom of a 360 tower. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, the, the one up north we're really excited about on Burn It in 2222 because it's a different demographic. And with the introduction of our nuggets coming shortly and our sandwich. Uh, okay, yeah, I was going to ask what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this might be dated by the time it's posted. I mean, it's April. We're uh, August 29th today. Uh, for, you know, if this comes out a little later. For those who were, who were under a rock the last few weeks, in uh, August have been basically the chicken sandwich wars between Popeyes and uh, Chick-fil-A. Right. But we'll see how that's still going on next month. But anyway, happy chick sandwich. Yes. Coming soon. I think, and you have uh, vegan options too. We do, we do. Which is, I know KFC, just, I mean, you're ahead of KFC because they're just trying to do some, they're trying to do some vegan options as well. Not I know, I know. Um, you know, in this area, especially in Austin, we, uh, I think people expect you to have a, uh, uh, a varied menu where you can offer healthier options. So the, the vegan tender came out maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. and it surprised us big time on, excuse me, the the success of that particular item. So yeah. it's been awesome. Great. So three locations downtown, Sixth Street, and then Bright Brentwood's the newest one opening up. Yep. Uh, are they all owned by Takes Brands? Are you planning any franchise opportunities you think down the road? It just depends. I think it'll be down the road. You know, one of the things I learned from the previous experience, because I became a franchisor uh, with the sports bar chain, um, is, you know, really make sure that you have got the culture in place, that you've got the, you know, the process down uh, to a science. And so I think we'll get probably by the end of 2020, we'll be around five locations. And that'll be probably including a ghost kitchen, and then take a look at it and go, yes, let's ready. We're ready to attack the footprint on the franchising front. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving to just kind of your broader your broader experience as a businessman on an entrepreneur, what you can just you just give us five lessons, you know, bullet lessons you've learned and you know, and just in your career, but particularly particularly in Austin, but just five. Particularly yeah. in Austin. Let's do a, for a max of five. Yeah, um, in no particular order. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help. 
there's a lot of people specifically in Austin that uh, sat down with me and talked me through and answered all of my dumb questions that I had when I was opening up the first restaurant. I called people who had been doing it for a while and said, hey, you're successful. I am getting into your world. Um, can, you, can you share a cup of coffee with me? So number one is don't be afraid to ask for help because people will help you specifically in Austin. Uh, two, um, tap your own, along those lines maybe, tap your own network. Uh, sometimes I uh, would always think, well, I don't know that person, I gotta get to know that person. Uh, but your own internal network, my own internal network uh, was pretty strong. I just didn't think to ask them. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten better at that over time. Um, three, you know, being an entrepreneur, of course, you have to be tenacious. You have to be determined. Uh, if you believe in your product or service, um, don't let anyone deter you from the success that you think you're going to have with it. Um, and so, you know, uh, starting a business is, is generally tough. And so uh, you're going to have naysayers, and that's a good thing. That just, for me, that, that was more proof that I was doing the right thing the yeah. more I heard no or don't. Yeah. You think too, now I've experienced this, and you were a little over, well, a little closer to three years now than like than year zero, but you know, it's much about your own mental state too, in terms of that negativity. I mean, I think we know each other for quite a while, and, and we're both, I think, have a certain, probably the same kind of personality and temperament, you know, positive thinking or anything else, and confident and determined. But it's almost, not just, I feel it sometimes, right? Like there's that little seed in the back of your mind. And my, I, it's not like an imposter syndrome thing, it's just that. You know, it's it's the it's the, and your inner contrarian, right? And it's that little voice. Sometimes it can be louder, and that to me, I think, in my experience of building the young group and even starting this podcast and everything else, was the kind of the hardest wall because you, when it's you know, when it's external, right? I can block you up. I can say, okay, I can face my face that person and get past it, but and or just close you off, right? Unfriend you, unfollow. But once in your head, I mean, right. it's hard. I mean, putting a mental wall up on your own voice, and sometimes. It's the voice that it's, you know, it all comes from the same place, right? That that confidence to go out and do whatever is the same voice saying, oh no, or whatever it may be. And learning to kind of differentiate that, I think it's the hardest thing because right. it's, it's the same brain that got you here, right? Right, right. totally agree, AJ. Uh, another one I'd add to it is don't be afraid of change. Um, that's easy to say, um, but you can switch gears at any time. Uh, uh, and go in a different direction if you believe um, that uh, that's uh, the direction to go. And it may be difficult at times, and you may have to make some tough decisions, but uh, be, be flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this day and age in business, uh, things are happening, happening so rapidly, and uh, you've got to be able to adapt to that. Take, for example, Happy Chicks. Two years ago, we didn't have any Uber Eats orders and zero catering. <coughs> Today, that takes up, those two take up more than half our business. Um, and so those weren't things that uh, 
we were thinking about when we got into the business two years ago. Yeah. And then lastly, I would say uh, make sure that you, this is easy to say, it's sometimes not that easy to do, but make sure that you are involved, involved in the community, um, and you are treating relationships um, with care uh, because, you know, when you, uh, when you need those relationships, they'll be there. So make sure you invest in those relationships and in the community and cause uh, on, on things that you believe in. Mm-hmm. And the last one, I definitely wholeheartedly agree. And the reality, too, I mean, I, this will probably hold true for most cities, but my only experience is in Austin in business, that these circles are in small and the people, like just how you might know someone or someone knows someone else, right? You know, with a non-obvious tie. Totally. Um, you just do not know, right? Agree. <laughs> and, and also that things come back around. They <laughs> the do. Longer, longer business year, they do. We're like, oh, that's that person. Like, I mean, we, you know, we met at like, a, it was an awesome Monthly's bachelor auction like 10, year, like 10 right. years ago. Right. And I don't think you were in there. I mean, I, we caught after the fact, but like, you know, when it, we went from like me working with the people and picking your brain all of a sudden to be on this podcast, right? And just, you know, and I know we've been talking some other things you're trying to do and we're gonna help you out with that. All these things come into play, right? Yes. Exactly. And so if you and I weren't open to that uh, scenario back 10 years ago, we wouldn't be sitting here, yeah. right? But you and I, I think, were similar in the sense that you wanted to um, uh, invest in the friendship and the relationship to see where it goes. Yeah. And then last question, just your thoughts on the future of Austin from, you know, as a, as a business owner with multiple brands here, I mean, you're, you're a homeowner, you're invested in the city, right? And not winning the politics, but I mean, it is, you know, we're, we're a lobby firm and these your views on having, you know, you've, you, I'm sure you traveled to other markets, our peer markets and kind of, you know, major cities and, you know, what would you just, or your own thoughts on just, you know, being, being in business here and where it can go yeah. in Austin? I feel extremely blessed to be a business owner in Austin. I can't think of a better state city uh, to be a business owner in, just from a very large macro perspective. Uh, uh, The things I mentioned before, the community that is willing to help, uh, the receptiveness to locally owned businesses, uh, all of those things have been phenomenal. And then you add to it, uh, the enormous amount of growth that we're experiencing uh, because the secret's out, right? Whether it's your music, musically inclined or tech inclined or bio or just a, a wide variety uh, of, of, of different um, uh, industries, uh, restaurants, uh, of course. Um, so uh, love Austin, pro-business, uh, for me, the only challenges that uh, we continue to face are, are sometimes uh, the ones that just make it harder to do business. And this is on a very specific level uh, for me uh, because two of my properties, uh, restaurant locations, are located downtown where there's a growing... Um, on Red River. Uh, one on Red River and one on East 6th Street. Yeah. And the growing homeless population, and I know it's at the top of the agenda, uh, uh, is making a big impact on 
people wanting to or not wanting to come through the front doors. And so I've seen this develop over the last 15 years as I've been here. And uh, net, net, it just continues to get worse. Uh, I don't think that we're putting the right solution together. And so uh, that's very frustrating because we have such a great city and a city of people that want to give, uh, but our, our problem keeps getting bigger. So uh, take that out of the mix. Uh, and and uh, I feel like Austin will continue to grow for years to come. They've, we've laid the right infrastructure uh, and uh, have some very smart minds uh, uh, thinking well ahead. For instance, with the the new Waller Creek Greenway, mm-hmm. uh, you I was know, down there a minute ago actually for this meeting today. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's folks. super exciting that that project is starting to um, materialize to the to the aspect that people can use it. So we're we're excited that the amphitheater will open next year, uh, right up the street from us from Paylones. Uh, so uh, many great things are happening. We just got to make sure that we're taking care of everybody and finding solutions for uh, the growing homeless population uh, and not just putting a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, I agree. Well, Doug, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure. Loved you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get some happy chicks later today. It's not as in my <laughs> mind. So if you, if, you need, if you have a test kitchen, want to like, sample the sandwich ahead of time, I'm, happy to, I'm always happy to do those services. You want to test our, our new chicken sandwich coming out? I'd love to test it. If you ask, yes, I'd love to test your right. sandwich coming out. I love out. it. That'll be on the bonus episode. Sounds great. Thank you for listening to today's BG Podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.